Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Stocks and Coffee with the Stock Geek. I'm Travis, your Stock Geek, and I'm here to bring you the most up-to-date stock market news as you go about your day. Today is Wednesday, July 6, 2022, and it's going to be a hot one here in Texas. We've got temperatures looking to exceed 100 degrees Fahrenheit or 40 degrees Celsius, so today's beverage of choice is a nice, ice-cold, cold-brew coffee. Now, to look in on the market action here in the first half hour of trading, it looks like stocks are roughly flattish to down slightly so far. On the commodity side, we do see crude down another 1% or so today after that big down day yesterday. We also see the euro to US dollar still weakening. It's now down below that one spot 02 level. And on the government bond yield side, we do see yields up just slightly today. To recap what happened yesterday, the market started the day down but ended the, ended the day up, particularly on the NASDAQ. Uh, growth stocks, which have been some of the worst performers so far this year, actually bounced really hard yesterday. We saw a lot of stocks gain more than 10%, including DoorDash, Roblox, MongoDB, Cloudflare, Unity, Roku, Coinbase, Etsy, Confluent, Affirm, Bumble, DraftKings, Peloton, Teladoc, and others. So we saw a huge bounce in some of the stocks that have been some of the worst performers this year. We are seeing this shift. We're seeing the market looking forward to possibly a Fed that is going to be forced to pause on rate hikes later in the year because of recession fears. And those recession fears also punished energy stocks, which got whacked between 5 and 10% on many of the large energy stocks due to crude oil being down about 8% yesterday. We also saw the industrial metal copper down about 6% again yesterday. So we saw some serious pressure in the metal sector, like with stocks such as Freeport McMoran. Uh, we also saw government bond yields down a little bit yesterday. So this shift in thinking from worrying about inflation to recession is causing some interesting trading action so far this week in stocks where we have some of the best performers of the year like energy actually getting hit and then some of the worst performers like the growth stocks and tech stocks that have been punished so far this year actually bouncing hard. We'll have to see if that continues this later this week. Uh, today we do get some macro data out that we'll be watching uh, just shortly, we're going to get the ISM non-manufacturing data here in the U.S., so we'll get a read into what's happening in the service sector. We'll also get some Fed minutes today, which could give us some more insight into why the Fed panicked last month and raised rates about 75 basis points after they said they were going to only be raising 25 to 50 for months and months. So that will be interesting to watch. And again, the market is starting to say that basically they think the Fed is going to be forced to pause on rate hikes by late this year, early next. And we do see things like five-year break-even rates that can indicate inflation worries in the market. We see those actually coming down. So even though inflation is still hot on the CPI readings, we are seeing the market starting to price in some concern about recession and demand destruction, which could mean that the inflation problem actually gets a little bit better as we head into the later parts of the year. Now, what that will mean for Actual consumer demand and spending and corporate earnings is a whole nother matter, <laughs> but that's something we'll get more insight into as we get into earnings reporting season here next week. Major morning news, not a ton of specific stock news. We are in blackout periods for a lot of companies, but we did get a few pieces of news such as Rivian, which came out, the electric truck manufacturer came out and says it's on track to hit its 25,000 deliveries this year. So I think they did up around 4.4 uh, 4,400 in Q2, and the stock's reacting to that pretty well. It was up about 8% last I looked. We have a couple of M&A pieces of news. We've got Vista Outdoor acquiring Fox Racing, which is an interesting brand that does performance sports apparel, particularly in areas like mountain biking. 
Uh, we also saw a, a SPAC deal announced with HPX looking to acquire uh, a Brazilian environmental services firm. So that sector has been pretty dead and uh, uh, for good reason. You know, a lot of SPACs brought really low quality companies public last year and a lot of those companies are down significantly. And so the SPAC activity has really dried up in the past few months. But there is some optimism that, you know, there are four or 500 SPACs still looking for deals and some of those may get some deals done over the next year or two. We've also seen some SPACs extending their deadlines to give them more runway to complete those deals. Uh, one other M&A deal worth mentioning, uh, Resolute Forest Products is going to be acquired at about a 64% premium by Domtar. Um, so not a company I'm super familiar with, but uh, ticker RFP is up from about $12.50 yesterday to about $20.50 today. So congrats if you were holding Resolute Forest products. <laughs> uh, we also saw a piece of news that uh, Amazon is taking a stake in Grubhub, I guess, to compete more head-on with the leader in that delivery sector, which is DoorDash. So that could be an interesting tie-up uh, if Amazon gets deeper in with Grubhub. And checking in on Dash stock, uh, DoorDash stock, that is, ticker symbol D-A-S-H, it is down about 9% today. So that news is, is hitting Dash uh, a little bit here today. And we do have some breaking economic data news here with United States ISM non-manufacturing PMI being released. This is a gauge of activity in the services side of the economy. Looks like the ISM services PMI has come in at 55.3 for the month of June. And that does suggest pretty solid growth for the services sector overall. And I believe this is slightly above the market forecast. So although these numbers are down a little bit from April and May, the numbers overall do suggest you know, pretty solid footing on the services side of the economy. Checking in on the market reaction, it looks like stocks aren't really reacting too much to this. So stocks still roughly flattish for the day. We do see crude oil continuing its decline here down about 3% now on the day. And that continues the trend from yesterday where it was down, you know, about 8%. So crude's still having a tough time out there. Interestingly enough, government bond yields are up a little bit today, up about 5 to 10 basis points. So that does buck the trend over the past several trading sessions. Checking in on top gainers and losers on the gainer side. Interesting, we do see some big moves in the healthcare side. We see some stocks like Kano Health up almost 20%. Uh, there's been some news out that CVS was potentially looking to purchase companies like One Medical or maybe a, even a Kano Health. So that's lifting some of these healthcare stocks that have been very beaten up over the past year or so. I see some strength in some of the, the gene editing stocks as well. Biotech has been finally bouncing a little bit after just an absolutely brutal 6 to 12 month period there. Nice to see some of those on the gainer list for once. On the loser side, it looks like Chinese stocks are giving up some of the gains that they've had over the past past week or so. So Chinese stocks a little bit weak today. But overall, yeah, not, not anything too crazy out there. Still the calm before the storm of earnings season kicking off next week. I had a listener ask me about stocks that are on my watch list. So I have a bunch of different watch lists that cover different sectors and themes. I track those watch lists on platforms like TradingView or Seeking Alpha. And my watch lists cover everything from, you know, sectors like biotech and energy and technology and software to themes like activist situations and meme stocks even. But if the question is about 
what's on my shopping list or what's on my list of stocks that I'm doing more work on or looking to add positions to. You know, some areas that I've been watching and doing more work on include some of the beaten up stocks over the past six to 12 months in areas like tech and software and marketplaces. I believe there are pockets of value starting to emerge. Even when we look at mega cap tech stocks like PayPal and Netflix and Facebook and Google, these are down a lot in recent months and getting to multi-year lows when it looks when we when it comes to valuation multiples. So we look at valuation multiples to determine, you know, relative cheapness, things like the price to earnings or price to cash flow multiples, obviously very, very helpful when looking at those types of analysis. And when we look at some of these stocks, they are trading at multi-year valuation lows. The big question, of course, is are earnings and cash flows going to decline from here? Because we can look at price to earnings or price to cash flow multiples on current levels of earnings or, or cash flow. But if those if those levels go down in the next year or two because of recession or competition or whatever, then it's not as cheap as what it looks like we're buying it at today. So that's always the question. When we look at stocks, we have to be forward-looking and we have to try to figure out what's the trajectory. But you know, some of these businesses, I think, are still poised to, to grow over the coming years, especially if you have a little bit of a longer-term time horizon. And some of these businesses obviously are very, very profitable already. So you look at payments businesses like PayPal, you know, they have a strong brands with PayPal and Venmo and, you know, ride the tails of e-commerce growth generally. So I think analysts are still forecasting uh, high single digit to low double digit growth over the next several years. And it's trading for, I think, a mid-teens multiple of earnings, which is a very cheap historical multiple for that stock. Now, it has seen growth decelerate pretty rapidly as e-commerce has cooled off this year. But as we look out longer term, you know, that could be a potential interesting one. So I'm starting to do some more work there. We did see some insider buying at PayPal earlier in the year. It'll be interesting to see earnings results for some of these companies. You know, Google, Facebook, those are interesting, strong businesses that produce a lot of cash flow. But they are tied to advertising, and advertising can take some hits during recession. Now, performance-based advertising tends to hold up a little bit better than, say, brand advertising. So I would expect Facebook and Google to hold up a little better than, say, uh, Snapchat or Twitter. <laughs> but, um, you know, they can see declines in sales and earnings in a, in a tough economic environment. So there is a question about what does growth look like over the next couple of years, and both of those companies are facing political headwinds and some competition headwinds as well. But overall, those are businesses I'm digging in on a little closer. Uh, companies like Netflix and Spotify, I think I've you know, been really wanting to dive in deeper because those stocks are both off dramatically over the past year and still pretty dominant platforms in streaming and, and music and podcasting, respectively. So uh, those, I think could be at some point if we continue to see deeper sell-offs in the market could be interesting possibilities for me personally to add to and I do on some of those already but again do your own work this isn't investment advice just talking about areas that I think could be interesting and particularly if we continue to see deeper sell-offs now I also of course always look in at different individual situations and in stocks and so there's a lot of those on my watch list as well and I've been spending some time looking into sectors like cannabis that are extremely beaten up that still have what I think to be pretty good growth prospects over the next several years as more in states and countries uh, regulate or deregulate cannabis and legalize it in many areas. So some of these multi-state operators of cannabis, cannabis dispensaries, which are already somewhat profitable, could continue to be you know, big growth drivers in, um, in that sector. And uh, so that would be an area that I'm spending some more time in. 
and uh, value stocks, you know, value stocks have been starting to show some life. Stocks that trade for low valuation multiples that still can generate good cash flows, buy back stock, pay dividends. Um, and that would include energy companies, honestly. I mean, there's some value starting to emerge in that sector if you believe energy isn't just going to totally collapse. So that would be an area I think I could spend some more time in as well. And situations like Blue Apron that we talked about yesterday, checking in on that one, you know, that stock's roughly flattish today. It's starting to cool off a little bit from some of the, the big up days it's had. It was up, I believe, 17 or 18% yesterday. So it, it has gone from, you know, 250 a share to almost five bucks a share in the past couple of weeks. A pretty good performance there. I don't have a huge position, but I do have some exposure to it. I do think it's an interesting situation. And I'm going to continue to follow that one. But, you know, it's one of those two that could see, you know, trading volume and, trader interest fall off pretty quickly if traders move on to the next new shiny toy. So it is it is one that's not without risk. And, you know, it's going to be a business that still has a, a tough turnaround ahead of it. But obviously, still has a lot of potential there. Um, and we'll keep an eye on that one. So that's probably a pretty good place to wrap it up. But as always, if you do have questions, you can find me on Twitter at StockGeekTV. We'll try to tackle any other questions on the next couple of podcasts and on any future podcasts. So I hope you all have a great rest of your morning, afternoon, or evening, whatever time it is out there in which you're listening. And I will see you tomorrow. Cheers. <laughs>